Hey there, so this is my first podcast. My name is Jalen Machida, and I was thinking for my podcast, I'll do unsolved murders and scary stories. The first one is Jack the Ripper. Most of you might have heard of him. He terrorized London. Um, so hope you enjoy. London's most notorious serial killer prowled the East End over a century ago preying on prostitutes and terrorizing the area. He made his mark as Jack the Ripper by killing and mutilating at least five women. Dread grew at the, as the dead bodies began to pile up near each other within a three-month period in 1888. The neighborhood was horrified to be degreed board, bordering on panic when news broke of a second female victim the morning post reported at the time the local newspaper called the killing barbarous and said the manner of the murder was too horrible for description local authorities at first wondered whether the suspect was a butcher or doctor to his signature and glory method of murders and his skill with a knife the murders of the so called called white chapel murders marion nichols and annie chapman elizabeth stride catherine adels and Mary Jane Kelly all had their throats slashed. I'm very sorry if I said any of those names wrong. And most had their stomach slit and organs ripped out before being dumped on the streets. The FBI, which analyzed the case in 1988 at the behest of a movie production company said each victim was known to be a heavy drinker and a prostitute they were all targeted because they were readily accessible and were were killed swiftly in the early morning hours even with all the eyes on the case police were never able to put a face to the killer. The FBI said local investigations were obstruct because official technology and other advanced means of thoroughly investigating homicides were non-existent at the time. The National Archives obtained letters exchanged between different law enforcement bosses in 1888 that deflect overwhelming police departments. Countless historians and criminologists, both amateur and professional, have speculated on the killer killer's identity, but it appears Jack the Ripper took his secret to the grave.
and I'm very, very sorry if I mess up words, and, um, and I, uh, what was the word that I was gonna say? Um, and I take a minute to speak, it's because I can't read my own handwriting, sorry. <laughs> um, but the next one is the Zodiac Killer. The Zodiac Killer was no ordinary murderer, rather than avoiding the spotlight he craved media attention and seemed in enjoying taunting police with cryptic notes and clues, and he left a trail of dust behind him. The Zodiac Killer murdered five people, seemingly random, in Northern California in 1968 and 1969. He claimed in letters to police that there were a dozen more victims, although that was never confirmed. His deadly rampage began in December 1968 when two teens, teenagers were shot to death in a parking lot. About seven months later, another two people were shot in a parked car, although one survived. That's when local newspapers started getting letters from someone anonymously claiming to be responsible for the slayings. According to the San Francisco Examiner, which had received the cryptic notes, the newspaper said the letters contained coded messages in explaining the killer's motive. He well as as well as a key to readers decipher his identity. This is the Zodiac speaking. He wrote in an August letter. I like killing people because it's too much fun, he added. According to FBI records, it's more fun than killing wild game in the forest because man is the most dangerous animal of all, he, he said. Authorities did not crack the case, revealing his name, and the Zodiac Killer went on to stab two more people in late September. One of the victims survived and the other died. About two weeks later, the killer struck again, fatally shooting a, a 29-year-old taxi driver. According to the examiner, days later, the Zodiac killer mailed a piece of his latest victim's bloody shirt to the Chronicle newspaper. To this day, no suspects have been confirmed in the case. The San Francisco Police Department said the investigation is ongoing. Well, that was interesting. <laughs> Sorry if I read a little fast. Uh, now let's get on to the next one. This one is called The Girl on Church Hill. So let's begin. On June 12, 1977, George Childs and his son were driving down Holoc Holocong Road in Beckington, 
Beckingham Township when he spotted an object in the underbrush of a steep rise known as Church Hill. He drove across the railroad tracks and headed up the hill to get a, a closer look. He and his son then made a terrifying discovery of a naked body of a woman lying face down about 10 feet down the slope. They continued driving onto the next house and asked that the owner call the police. 15 minutes later, the area was swamped with police officers. A team of officers were and paramedics were tasked with t- turning the body over and it was only then that the true extent of the crime was revealed. 20 year old Sean Eileen Ritterson, sorry if I said that wrong, had been evis- eviscerated with nearly all her lower organs removed her insides had been washed out and stuffed with a towel she had bruising on the back of her scalp indicating that she had been struck with a heavy object and had multiple stab wounds on her chest at the time detectives thought the viciousness of the murder may have been part of a dark ritual or even to tear out an unborn child that's so messed up the young woman's uncle harry ridderson was initially suspected of her murder and many family members also believed that he was the murderer however he was not um charged and no other suspects were ever identified. Sean Ritterson's murder remains a mystery. Ooh. Anyways. Um, yeah, I'll try and get better at reading. Just when I get nervous, even if I'm not in front of someone and I'm reading out loud, I get nervous, so I stutter sometimes. So, yeah, I'll work on that. So, thank you, and I hope you enjoyed.